to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews, who has been venturing out and and doing the work of God here and helping out with different areas and aspects. How are we doing this evening, sir? Mm. Oh. <laughs> all right, I guess that says enough right there. <laughs> No, I think we've all been there. We've all had our, our moments where sometimes just a groan or a moan is is all that comes out. But we we thank God that uh, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Uh, we know that, that God is able to pick us up and strengthen us, and, and he's given us uh, wings like eagles, amen, so that yeah, we can I run. To, I need to get them to flap. <laughs> <laughs> and not be weary. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to say this much, you know, to everybody out there. Again, continue thanks for your support. Uh, and just a little update. I think we're now in almost, I think, almost 16 or 17 countries mm-hmm. that this podcast is being listened to. Uh, so we want to thank everybody out there who's taking the time to uh, listen to the morning word mm-hmm. uh, 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 on a regular basis alongside with missionary uh, Kay and uh, Stephanie, as well as uh, Jamel for her short period of time mm-hmm. in assisting. So we, we thank God for each and every one of you who has supported this podcast and continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh, We ask you to continue to share it, you know, spread the word. We want to reach people, as many people as possible, um, and and be a blessing to them in in a way that only God can bless them. Yes. Um, But today we want to kind of discuss a few different things. We want to we want to go back a little bit, hopefully, and and, and use our our very pastor to help us out. and uh, for, uh, I guess, for a thought or a topic today, we're looking at faith conquers fear. Yes. Um, and, our, and our scripture is going to be coming from uh, 2 Timothy. Uh, I'm going to start at verses, uh, chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. It says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of, ha- of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. Amen. And, and, and it's hard for me to read that because in my mind, I'm thinking the King James Version. It's which cool. I, <laughs> You know, uh, one of the best examples... And, and, and as a topic title, Faith Conquers Fear, uh, fits uh, an experience I had being a student. Um, when I entered as as a student in first grade, didn't get the chance to go to kindergarten. Um, my sister really helped me to get a good start. 
She was two years older than I and did not have a passion for education. So when she would come home with her school books, she'd put them down and she was not going to pick them up until it was time to go back to school in the morning. Well, I'd been home all day, you know, pretty much by myself and kind of bored still. And so her bringing a book in the house, that's something new. So let me see what's going on in the book. And then uh, back then they had uh, these guys that would come around and collect insurance. And they would, like, give little gifts, you know, pencils or what have you. And one of the things that they gave uh, was we called them times tables. They were multiplication tables. There was a little card, you know, with 1 through 12 going down one side and 1 through 12 going on the other side. And they would have the numbers in the middle. Hey, you yeah. Bring, yeah. You're bringing back some memories. Yeah. And so... Uh, <laughs> I got the little table and pretty much memorized. So I'm doing all of this right at home, bored, and and uh, but had never touched a, you know, a desk in a classroom before of any kind. So by the time I got to first grade, uh, it didn't take them long to find out that I, I had been doing some things at home, and they tried to, uh, they called it social promotion, tried to kick me up to the second grade as soon as I hit first grade. And my mother said, no, you know, he may be able to hold his on with the educational piece, but the social piece may be a struggle for him, so leave him where he is. So I almost, in some cases, through many years of school, had to entertain myself because it, the, the work wasn't hard. Uh, you know, once you get a quote-unquote head start, you know, then you kind of can stay ahead. And that head start really didn't catch up with me uh, until middle school, well, junior high school at that time, uh, when when I started having to really study. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I had to actually had to study to, to make an A, you know. It's like, whoa. And uh, I was actually pushed and challenged, which was good. And then I got in high school, and... Uh, I wasn't challenged enough, and I didn't challenge myself enough. So then, well, you really have to make all A's anyway. You know, it's no big deal. Uh-huh. And uh, so I started kind of slacking off and just doing enough, not really always trying to learn, but just trying to do enough to get by. You know, and so I got accepted into college and went to college. And uh, thinking that I was going to use the high school methods to deal with college, and that didn't work. And for the first time, I actually got afraid. I was in fear. And my fear was a fear of failure. I started really being concerned about you know, I, I, I never feared uh-huh. being a failure. And and now all the thoughts of what if I fail just begin to consume me. You know, I mean, you're going you're gonna to be embarrassed. You're going to embarrass your parents. You, you know, you, you instead of being an accountant, you're going to be on the back of a garbage can truck. And, you know, I mean, I just, I just had all kind of, bad thoughts so 
I found myself um, avoiding failure. So I would avoid failure by by quitting. So I would I would be doing well, but if I got behind in a class, then you know I'd quit and say, "Yeah, I was ill and got behind," and I'd just take it over and whatever. Some kind of excuse. Yeah, yeah. But but after failing so many times, then you know, I got really fearful, and 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 uh, so I finally made it through. So I went on academic. Uh, warning after my first uh, uh, quarter in school, I went on academic probation. <laughs> you know, right? And it's like, man, you're talking about, you know, one of the smartest guys in my graduating class in high school. You know, I was like in the top 10, 15 out of nine, eight, 900, right? So, why, I'm, and I'm failing. And and I'm I'm fearing that I you know I I'm not gonna be able to make it, and then I can see myself on the hanging on the back of that garbage truck, you know throwing them cans. I mean I just had these, so what was I going to do? And then I would medicate the pain of my fear with alcohol and and drugs and these things to just kind of deal with it. But my real problem. Wasn't so. I mean, the alcohol and drugs were a problem, but my real problem—I was just just afraid of the future, afraid of failure, you know. And then just started, you know, confessing it. You know, you just you just a failure. You just wasting people's time and money. You begin to believe it. I begin to believe it, and yeah. and so I would start a class, and as long as I was doing well, I keep going. But if I start struggling, then. I will, well, hey, you're gonna, you're not gonna make it. Let me ask you this, Pastor. How often do you? And I know this might be a loaded question, but how often in in your pastoralship have you seen that when counseling? When counseling other people? Yes. Oh, all the time. You know, people fear they they fear being a bad husband. They fear being a bad. A wife, they fear being, you know, they, they, their their parents' marriage failed, so they they see the 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 their marriage is gonna do the same thing, you know. Their dad wasn't good, so they fear being a bad dad. They're, you know, I, and, and they start seeing some of the same signs, and then they project out the same results, and then they fear the results that they projected and not that have actually happened. It's it's terror. It's it's torture, and, and and the enemy just keeps throwing wood on that fire, and and he will consume your life with fear, and uh, of all things, not fear of a snake or a spider or you know, no fear of a no fear of just failing, is one of the most traumatic mindsets to deal with in life. And and so and then and just fear itself, but he personalized it for me. Fear of failure was a biggie, and I, uh, I I couldn't see a way past it. And I just I felt trapped in it, and I I uh, pledged uh, fraternity at the beginning of my sophomore year. Failed every class I took that that quarter because we were on the quarter system then. 
Went back to winter quarter and failed all of them again. Went back to the spring quarter and failed all of them again. And then I started making excuses. Oh, yeah, it's my drug problem. Oh, it's my drinking problem. No, it was my fear problem. And 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 only when uh, I came to Christ was I given the truth. That scripture, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Now that I'm in Christ, now that I have God, I have his spirit. I have his assistance. I not only can stop feeling like a failure, I can stop being one. Because it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because I thought I would fail, then I did all the things that would help failure to come to pass. And so, so the prophetic word of God told me that I was more than a conqueror. It told me that I was the head and not the tail. And told me that God was there to secure that, that better end, that better result for me. And I believed it. You know, oftentimes I, I often see people's greatest strength or weaknesses end up becoming their greatest strengths. Correct. You know, uh, I was looking at a scripture that came to my mind here was in Exodus uh, chapter 4 with Moses speaking to the Lord. And the Lord said unto him, he said, what is in your hand? And, and he said, a staff. And then he said, throw it to the ground. And he threw it to the ground and it became a serpent. And then it says this, and Moses ran from it. Yeah, I'm out. Fear set in. Yeah. But, but you know, it was so funny. And I don't know a lot of people catch this or not. But then the Lord said to Moses, put out your hand and catch it by a tail. By its tail. Well, anybody that knows anything about snakes, you never grab a snake you by grab the tail. The head. You get the head. And and um and Moses did exactly what he did. You know what he said. He said, so he put his hand and caught it by the tail, and then it became back to a staff. And you know, when I when I see that and I hear that and I say to myself, how often has God told us to do something that it's contrary to what we know is normal. Mm-hmm. But we, we, you know, oftentimes we get afraid because it's like, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to go to uh, 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 to the bank and, and ask them for this kind of loan or something, you know, just something, you yeah. know, that we yeah. would normally do. Yeah. Anybody else to say, hey, this is how you're supposed to do it. This is the wise way of doing it, this, that, and the other. But yet, God is able to uh, take something totally backwards and use it to help us overcome. And what he's doing, David, is he's helping us to see that he's unusual. He's so different from what we've experienced. It shows us his reality. It shows us his character. He shows us his ability. And, and and we gain faith not in ourselves. I've I've got you know pretty much. I may have more doubt in myself now than I had when I was failing. Uh. But I have so much more faith in God. Uh. You no, know, I mean now I understand why I fail. Now I understood. That, I understand now that I was going to do nothing but fail, trusting in a flawed me. Amen. Amen. 
And I, and I think that's the biggest piece that a lot of people forget is because uh, the world teaches us uh, to be excellent, to strive for your best. And you can always, do it. Always. But what I'm saying, they teach it from the mentality that it's all in your strength. No. And, and, and. The Bible says, I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. It, yes. Amen. His strength, not mine. Right. And 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 it even says that his strength uh, is made perfect in my weakness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when I'm at my least, my worst, he, 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 I'm out of the way so he can be his best. Yeah. God is like saying, finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, God, I can't do this good. <laughs> you should have learned that before now, but at least you got it. So here we go. Yeah. So I had no need to fear as long as I trusted. Amen. As long as I, my, as long as I see when I believed, I received. When I believed who God said he was, I received him into my life and allowed him to be just that. So I finally did get kicked out of college. Yes. But, but, but after Christ built up my faith and in him. I, and, I, and, and just so our listeners know, when did you actually finish? College. Uh, what was it? Eighteen or seventeen? I think so, it was eighteen. So, how many years transpired? Forty-four, forty-three, forty-four, something like that. Yeah, because we have the mentality that if we didn't get it done right then, it was never going to get done. I could have graduated in three years from college. I could have graduated in seventy-seven, and I graduated over forty years later. Amen. It, you know, it, it makes me think of, um, and I'm trying to remember his name, the uh, the priest that was in the house that was waiting for uh, Jesus' birth. I think he was something like 80 years old before yeah, he yeah. finally got to see him and passed away. Yeah. You know, but so, actually it was 35 years. Go ahead. So, so it, you know, the point of it is that not everything's going to happen on, on your timetable, first no. of all. No. And uh, it may be a while. I mean, you got to remember. It was 40 years. God, I haven't thought about that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it could be a while because, like you were stating, there's certain things that, one, um, God is dealing with you and working with you and, and getting some well, things. Well, well, and, and, and let me tell you the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Because I took the long road home, I took some classes that I normally would not have taken and and those classes have helped me immensely in ministry. Amen. You know there were there were classes because so, uh, you know I was studying English, and I figured, well, what are you going to do with an English degree? Well, you're going to teach, right? So I started. So I took the entire education curriculum, mm-hmm. other than doing the uh, the internship. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I the, all the classroom work. You know, I passed with flying, flying colors, and of course, then I st- you know, so I so my bachelor's actually in English literature, even though I completed all the education, and then of course my my minor was in in history. All of that has helped me uh, in the study of the word, the the presentation of the word. You know, has has helped me with 
uh, not just study, but speaking and presenting ideas and whatever. You know, even stuff like uh, having to take a speech class, you know, having to take foreign languages. All of those things have, have been parts of, of the ministry or parts of, of things that I've used in the ministry. But I, I wasn't planning on taking any of that stuff. But, but God, and, you know, even in my failure, he, he used it to, to strengthen me uh-huh. in so many other ways. Um, I, I, in my, in my mind, I wish I'd have done some things different. If I knew, now just being real with you, if I knew about being what, what God and I could do, mm-hmm. if I knew those things 30 years ago, I actually would have went to law school. Uh, you know, I would have finished my literature, did, did, did an MBA and, and went to law school. But God has given me the the skill set for all of that without having to go in that direction mm-hmm. and you know and it, it hasn't built my pride up it's built my faith up and and that's the thing no matter how skilled how talented how knowledgeable you are it's all garbage if it's not in God Amen. Yeah, it, it, all of that will 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 hurt. And the minute you get out of God, all of those things that were your assets can literally be become your enemies. Yeah, Paul said, uh, "I count it all done." Oh yeah, I, I'm <laughs> with him. You know, because you think you're smart, right? Okay, without God, you'll go in your smartness and do something that'll destroy you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So. Nothing that you have it can be uh, fully profitable or even greatly profitable at times without God. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we need to to really understand that you know it's important to it's well. Let me let me say that's important. It's valuable to get an education. Mm-hmm. It's valuable to have certain strengths and uh, traits that that. Uh, and perfecting these things but it all should be focused and geared towards the kingdom of god yes and his purpose uh god has given you abilities talents uh gifts that should be used uh for his glory oftentimes is that when we identify these things uh then we tend to use it for our own uh yes and 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 because we have worldly success and and i need to emphasize that very clearly worldly success we think we have attained and reality is you're, you're still lost you're still you're still missing out on the true blessing and the true calling on what god has for you um and or you take your your gift and talent and you prostitute it for the world yes and, and and that that that's almost like a big slap in the face to God because God has blessed you with whatever it is, uh, and, and now you know because you're afraid uh, for whatever the the reason may be that you think the world is going to be able to solve your problem that is going to provide you the resources that you need, and and you end up falling short and not seeing the true blessing that God could really do in your life because we're so caught up in self. Yes. 
it's a trap Trusting in yourself You're not God you, 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 You're full of flaws God fills the holes God makes you whole When you trust in him And remain there Remain in that trust Your life Takes shape It, it, it actually Becomes life And full of life but when we open the door to the enemy by trusting in ourselves and, and by feeding our, our fear and, 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 and looking and even expecting our failures, it snatches that life away. My brothers and my sisters, those who are listening today, trust in God. Put your whole self in his hands. So many times we... We say that we trust, that we T-R-U-S-T. And what, what we, we must learn to do is truly trust until the point that we entrust, E-N-T-U-R-S-T, and we, and we submit ourselves and we place ourselves by faith in his hands. Then the, the awesome, awesome unlimited power of God comes to reveal and show itself strong to he God reveals who he is by what he does for us and in us and through us and the impact that it has not just on your own personal life but but the collateral blessing is great my not feeling like I'm a failure anymore I'm able to encourage my wife. I'm able to en encourage my children. And, and they have seen success. Not that they haven't had some of the same uh, wicked and harmful thoughts that I've that Yes, they have. But the victory that God gave me through trusting in him has empowered me to speak with conviction what, what God can and will do and those that have believed his word through me and gained faith through my example have seen victory after victory for them for themselves through their own personal lives. Listen, we can let the fire of fear burn the forest down, or we can let the fire of faith preserve and save it. I'm telling you, Choose faith over fear. Choose faith in God. And don't let the, the, the misplaced faith in yourself cause you to fear and not only surrender to, but, but actually experience failure and failure and failure in your lives. God has better for you, but it starts with walking in faith in his person in his word amen amen we thank god for that word today uh, we pray that you're able to get something out of that uh, faith over fear god is able put your trust in him put your confidence in him just like peter when he stepped out of the boat as long as he kept his eyes on jesus he was able to walk yes. the minute he took it off he began to sink 
And oftentimes we find ourselves sinking, but thank God he's there to save us. Uh, and we, we have our faith and trust in him that he's able to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Yes. His grace is sufficient. Yes, yes. So with that, Pastor, if you can go ahead and close us out in prayer. God, thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for having mercy on me and not leaving me trapped within myself, being a torture to, to, to my life in my own mind. What a great deliverance. And you've kept me free these many years. Thank you. Now, God, if there's a an essence of this in any life that is listening this morning, if there's there's any one person, God, that's that's listening today that struggle with, with fear in any way, oh God, I pray that they will both trust you. And, and also entrust themselves into your hands. That, Lord, you can end the consecutive failures and begin the perpetual successes. Lord, you're ready. And, Lord, as they speak to you because they're ready, begin to make the changes that faith does. Take away the fear. God, give them hope. Show them, Lord, bit by bit, day by day, that their, 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 their abilities, their, their, their talents, their gifts in your hand, not just can, but will prosper. Bless your people. Deliver them from the bondage of their fears. And walk them out into the sunshine of faith. Thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.